Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy, verse 2, and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, and Pamela Lampton. Hello. And welcome this week. My, I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pam Lampton. All right. And as we get started today, um, so um, uh, Pam, you'll open us in prayer. And did you bring anything with you um, regarding yes. our... I have um, some stats about um, different um, countries, basically, that are listening to this program. Wow, that's interesting. We have 13. Ooh. So I'm going to go through those. Um, of course, the United States of America. We have listeners in China, Ireland, Canada, Japan, France, Germany, Chile, the Netherlands, Kenya, Ooh. Russia, Sweden, and Jordan. Wow. So that's really reaching. And that has almost tripled from, from when we actually began. two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and, we, and we, we pray that um, the word that we're uh, giving out will bless your hearts. Um, and we love you. And uh, we ask that you keep listening to the word of God. And if you have any questions, give us a call. We do have a number they can call, right, Michelle? Um, yes. That's 888-346-9141. He always throws those tests in for me. Yeah. I'm not one for test taking, so. Yeah, we'll have to give the email address and the uh, uh, snail mail. I know that one. That would be Mix at 14streetministries.com. And you can visit us on our website at 14streetministries.com. And we do have a Facebook page. That would be, uh, you know, facebook.com uh, backward slash online Bible study. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and pray. Okay. Dear Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for your wonderful grace, your salvation, your peace that you give us, Lord. We want to thank you for um, how you empower us through your love and the Holy Spirit, Lord, and most of all, we want to thank you, Lord, for salvation and how this is just such an awesome gift, Lord, that you have died on the cross for, for us, Lord, in our place. We pray for all these countries and different many listeners that are listening to this program. We pray that the Word of God will instill in their hearts and their minds and help them to be strengthened, Lord, in your Word. Help your Word not to turn void in their lives, that they may Proclaim the gospel to their friends, their families, and the people in their area and their community. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'd like to mention um, next week, which is on the 19th, that we have a special guest coming on. It's uh, uh, David Reed, and it's going to be a very interesting program. It's going to be questions and answers. And we'd really in, like to invite you to uh, join us mm-hmm. next Tuesday 
at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you have any questions at that time of David Reed, you're more than welcome to call in and we will answer those questions. Yes, or even join the Facebook Live and you can ask the questions there and we'll read them to David. Very good. All right. Okay, today, today's lesson, um, we're finishing up from last week, which was in uh, Philippians, uh, warning against uh, Judaizers. So, um, I'll start out here in uh, Philippians 3, 16 and 17. Nevertheless, whereunto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the things, the same things. Brethren, be followers together of me, this is Paul talking, and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example. He's saying, Paul's saying, follow me as an example. Um, and one of, one of the things we need to be very careful of is truth is not to be compromised for the sake of unity. The, the unity comes through rightly dividing the word of truth sound doctrine. That's unity. And we don't compromise that. Okay? Okay. Um, how about in um, 1 Peter 5, 2 through 4? Okay, would you read that? Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for f- filthy lucre, but for a ready mind. Neither is there being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flocked. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive the crown of glory that fadeth not away. Yeah, it says in there that we're not to um, be lords over the flock because we're all equal. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, to, we're to walk for an example for them, for the, for the ones that were teaching or that's in our congregation or whatever. Okay, Philippians 3, uh, 18 and 19. For many walk um, of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly and whose glory is in their shame who mine earthly things. He's talking about uh, people getting into the ministry or whatever, and it's for their own, for their own gain. Okay. Not really what um, they can uh, give to feed, to feed their flock. It's for what they're getting. Yeah. They're wanting, they're wanting your money so they can fill their bellies so they can buy their fancy homes and cars and whatever. And they're not giving you sound doctrine. Which brings us to Second Peter 2.1. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Yeah, that's true. And we see that in this world. It was, yeah, Paul had that problem 2,000 years ago. And man is the same. It's happening today. So we need to be aware, and we need to understand sound doctrine again. Mm-hmm. Okay, Christ's object of the believer's expectations. 
in um, Philippians 3.20, for our conversation is in heaven, for whence also we look for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's our citizenship, um, and our uh, conversation is our walk and our citizenship, understanding what's expected of us, understanding our relationship with, uh, with Christ, who we are, heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ, understanding that so we can walk in God's will. Okay, um, let's see, what do we got? First uh, Thessalonians 1, 9 through 10? Yes. Okay. Um, For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we unto you, and how ye turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God. Yeah, that. Go ahead. And then 10. And to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. Yeah, when we become believers, we are delivered from the wrath of God. When Paul was talking about the, the uh, Gentiles, they served other gods. And uh, Paul gave them the word, the truth, and they turned from that and uh, believed the gospel. And it saved them from the wrath of God. Our salvation is because we don't want to suffer the wrath of God. Mm-hmm. How about Romans 1, 16? Okay. Um, Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first, and then to the Greek. And, and that gospel is uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Christ shed his blood for our sins. What he did at the cross was absolutely perfect for our salvation. You cannot add anything to that. God, Christ did it all at the cross, out of love. Okay, 21... Um, Philippians 21, Philippians 3, 21. Who shall change our vile bodies that it may, may be fashioned like unto, the glo- like unto his glorious body according to the working wherein, whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. So, so we're to be Christ-like. Uh, that's the will of God to be Christ-like and have the mind of Christ and to conform to Christ's image. Yeah, and then we have 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 17. I'll read that. Um, But I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will bring God will God bring with him for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, 
and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Then we'll receive our new body in glory. This is talking about the rapture, the calling away of the church, the body of Christ. And we get a new body, and then we'll be complete. And, and Christ gets the glory in that. So his, we don't see his glory now, but we will see his glory at that time. And when the, uh, when the body of Christ is taken out. And just to um, bring out something that uh, one of our Facebook live listeners um, had, had put into the chat. Um, she says, I have heard people say that being a joint heir with Christ basically removes the power of Christ because now they're equal. Uh, the, the listener says that she's not sure if our listeners have thought of that or not. Uh, she has always thought it meant we now get the same inheritance through His grace and salvation. We, we, we inherit. He inherits us, and we inherit Him. Everything that He has, possessions, we have a part in that as a joint heir. We don't get his deity and all that, okay? Mm-hmm. We, we get his possessions, okay? So whatever he possesses, and, what he have, uh, and which is eternal life and health and wealth in heaven and, and uh, joy and whatever goes along with that, we get a part of that. Our bodies will be like his body, his resurrected body. Okay. Yep. Through his grace and salvation. Mm-hmm. But we don't take on his deity or nothing like that. See? So he's still God. So. Right. And we don't become little gods either. No. Some people try to say that, that we become gods. That is not true. That was Satan's problem, right? Mm-hmm. He wanted to be a god or like God. So, Okay. And so okay. then that, for uh, Philippians, that ends ours, where it ends with our new body of glory. Yeah, let me, um, let me read Ephesians uh, before we go on break. Okay. Ephesians. Ephesians 3, uh, 13 through, uh, Ephesians 3, 13. Wherefore I desire that ye faint not at my tribulation, this is Paul speaking, for you, which is your glory. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that we would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height, and to know the love of Christ which passes all understanding, which passes, passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to exceedingly, exceeding, abundant above all that we ask or think, according to the power of the, that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church 
by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. And then in uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 18, but we have this treasure in earthing vessels that the exceedingly excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord, Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our bodies. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us, but life in you. We have the same spirit of faith according to, according as it is written, I beloved, I believed, and therefore I have spoke, that I've spoken, we also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sake, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving or many rebound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but through our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affection, which is but a for a moment, Worker for us, a more for exceeding and eternal weight of glory. And While so we that's, lo- that's a good thought to go into break with. And, um, and then when we come back, we're going to answer. Um, Pam, you always bring those questions for us, and we're going to mm-hmm. answer a very important question. I don't so, get to read it. Right. We'll be right we back. We have 30 <laughs> seconds. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show. Hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Michael R. Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Now, back to Why Paul? And we're happy to be back. Uh, I'm your host, Michelle Mix. I'm your host, um, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pam Lampton. And definitely, if you're, you're out there and you're able to get on Facebook, um, you know, in between uh, commercials, you'll also be able to join in on a conversation that we have during our what we call table talk, um, some added uh, commentary and comments. Uh, so always feel free to join us there. And um, as always, Pam, you always bring us interesting questions. What do you have today? Um. We had a question about, we've been talking about um, different situations of what's happening with the Christian, what's happening with the person that's in Christ, a believer. Someone has a question of what happens to the unbelievers? What, what's in it for the unbelievers when all this stuff is taking place? Um, what happens to the unbelievers? That's what that's, their question is. And that's a good question because it's kind of like, Let's look at the other side because we we do talk a lot about you know what happens um, you know to the believer you know and the excitement of that. So what's on the other side? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reason the reason that we become believers one of them is because we realize that we're sinners and we want to we want to escape the wrath of God. God is not not only a, a God of love but He's also a God of wrath, and we don't want to suffer that. Um, if we read uh, John um, 8, 43 for 46, uh, in these verses you'll see what's happening. Why do ye not understand my speech? In other words, he's given out the word. Even because ye cannot hear my word, ye are of your father the devil. So if, if you're not a believer, your father is the devil, whether you like it or not. Whether you do good works or bad works or whatever, you're the you're an enemy of God if you're not a believer, part of the body of Christ. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth. He's a liar. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar, and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, Ye believe me not. Which of the convicts me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? And then uh, we have Revelations uh, that also talks about that. Um, Revelation 21.8 that says, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable 
and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungered, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in, naked, and ye clothed me not, sick, and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when we saw three and a hundred a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye did not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous life or, or but the righteous into life eternal. Yeah, when you when you're reading Revelations, that's in ages to come, as we rightly divide the word. And that's during the tribulation. Okay. Um, how about Matthew eight twelve? Sure, go ahead. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer, outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And, and Matthew is he talking about times past, which is uh, a nation of Israel. Okay. And um, that Second Thessalonians one seven through nine. And to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and they and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. And that's everybody that's not a believer, that doesn't believe the gospel. Um, let me read uh, Revelations 14, 9 through 11. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast, this is, towards the, this is during the tribulation, if any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in their forehead or in their hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angel and in the presence of the lamb. We, we read the word of God literally. What it says is what it says. And, and God interprets his own word. So it says what it says here. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. And when ever and ever means forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night. Who worship the beast and his image? And whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Now, in, in kind of looking back at that, um, you know, with a lot of things that, you know, are happening, especially right now, um, you know, here in the United States, um, the one thing that when when I'm thinking, uh, you know, when when people read about they receive the mark in their forehead or um, 
those who receive it the mark. That won't be by accident. So it's it wouldn't be something that um, is going to happen that you didn't realize happened and then, oh, no, I had that mark. Mm-hmm. Because it will be your free will. You will deny Christ to receive that mark. And so it will be something that it, that it, it's going to be intentional. So it's not like accident, like, oh, no, I didn't know I had it. Because that's the whole thing is you're denying Christ— and that's how you get them to mark. Yeah, and if you're and if you're if you deny Christ, that's saying you want nothing to do with Him, right? So, and you have to make a conscious decision yeah. to do that. It's not going to be yeah. And at this time, and at this time, you say, well, at the at the uh, great white throne judgment, He's going to say you didn't want anything to do with me then, so I don't want anything to do with you now. So. Right. But it's not something that happens by accident. Right. Um. And so then we read Revelations 20, 10 through 15. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the book according to their works. Yeah, that's the great white throne judgment. Uh, we're not a part of that. It's, it's the lost in the world. The saints have no part in that. So if you come before Christ at that time, you're lost, and there's no excuse for it. You won't have an excuse. How about 13 and through 15? And in uh, Revelations 20, 13 through 15, and the seed gave up their dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every man according to his works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into this lake of fire. Which brings us to another question uh, our Facebook Live listeners um, are asking. So they say, in regards to the mark of the beast, it says, even the elect will be deceived. So the question they have is, will those elect which they are assuming are the believers, would they still go to heaven? If you're a believer, if you're a believer, the elector doesn't mean believer. If, if, you, if you're a believer, you do not lose your salvation. And all the saints from, from Adam all the way up through, all the saints, none of them have lost their salvation. In the body of Christ, we don't lose our salvation. If you have a believer during the tribulation that becomes a believer, he doesn't lose his salvation. Now, he'll probably be beheaded or, or killed or destroyed, but he does not lose his salvation. So, always remember, a believer never loses their salvation. And then it also goes back to the, the mark of the beast, that it's not by accident 
you won't accidentally, you know, have to have it. You will have to, um, for when whenever that happens, um, you will have to deny Christ. And you would have had to have denied Christ to get that mark. And Amen. so, so, so it's, it's a, um, we all have our own, you know, our will. So you would have to do that. It's not by accident. I think there's um, some people out there who think that you might accidentally get it and not know it. It's, it's something that's going to be conscience. You're going to know if you denied Christ. And it's not going to happen while the body of Christ is still here. Right, which when, goes when? to the other question. Um, so the other question was, will this occur before or after the rapture? It comes after the body of Christ is raptured out or taken out. Yeah. Because because God will not put his wrath upon the body of Christ. And then they also back to where the uh, the question of the elect. So they said, like, are the elect believers? No. So I guess the word elect is what's confusing. No, elect's not. You have elect. You have unbelievers that are elect. Yeah, the word doesn't always yeah. refer to elect as the picked ones yes. or the people that have been picked and put aside. So we've always thought, well, God elects you to be saved and you're elected and that's all. And you have and no That's choice. not what that word yeah. means. Um, it's basically referring to, to a authority. group. Yeah. yeah, to a group of people or the people that are in, in that situation and in charge at that time. Yeah. Um, so that is confusing because yeah. that's how a lot of um, people have taught it that way. Another thing I want to bring up too is uh, when it says mark, mark of the beast. Um, and we actually, the word mark is not meaning that it's going to be like a tattoo or something that they put in your bloodstream or we have really don't have any idea exactly what that mark's going to be, but we do know that we can be spiritually marked. We're spiritually marked now as Christ's mm-hmm. children. If you're saved, if you've accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're marked as his, his child. So we don't know, we can't say, well, the mark of the beast is going to be a tattoo or the mark of the beast is going to be written upon your, your forehead. Um, the, I'd, say, I'd say in your mind, see, it's, it's your mind, I suppose. Yeah, because you have forehead. to make that conscious decision yeah. to deny Christ. And then your hand is your actions or what, you're, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what you do. Um, so, and then someone just replying back to where about the rapture, they say, so that will apply after the rapture. So the people who end up becoming believers during the end times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have 144,000 Jewish evangelists that are going to go out into the world. And they're going to be preaching the gospel of the day. And the ones that believe that, they hear it and they believe it. And and they receive their salvation. So there'll be saved people in, in during the tribulation that will probably lose their lives. Because refusing the mark of the beast, as you call it, is going to uh, have consequences. And they're going to be physical consequences. But they need to be of good cheer and, and hope because Christ rules in the end. And they will live with Christ in the end. Yes. 
so good questions, um, good question time, um, you know, and definitely always um, put in your questions and that which brings us to, you know, reminding of next week, um, the 19th when we have uh, David. So during the week, if you want to come back to Facebook, come back to 14th Street Online Bible Study, um, during the week, post some questions that you would have, and that way we can get them um, ready for David, and um, he can answer some of these questions as well. Yeah, next week's going to be a, a very good program, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And um, and I think the listeners will really enjoy uh, um, David Reed. Now, it looks like if you're, if you're here in Facebook, in our Facebook Live, mm-hmm. you can see us, and you get to see us um, actually, you know, talking during our program, and we're waving. And um, so, we're looking at the screen. Are we going to fit more people here on our screen? Yeah, there's room for one, two, three more. Good. All right. So, we can have more people um, here in our program. So, that's great. Um, okay, uh, so then um, we have a little bit of time to kind of give a brief of where we're going to after our next break. So we're going to be going to um, Romans. Is that where we're going next? Well, let me finish yeah. here with uh, verse 18. Okay. That you, that you told oh, of the before last Corinthians? Yeah. Right. Okay. Before last break. Yes. Okay. And this kind of okay. goes along with what we were talking about. Okay. While we look not at things which are seen, but at things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So in that we don't go by our feelings and whatever, and we don't go by feelings and attitudes and whatever. We go by what we don't see. What we don't see is what really counts. And, and um, what chapter? That was First Corinthians what? First Corinthians 4, 7 through 18 that we had just read. Right? Yeah, that's a good... Um, meditating passage something you meditate on and um, actually Corinthians all the uh, epistles are very they talk about today I mean they talk about things everything is very alive with the word of God yeah yeah it was as if it was written today mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of things are very yeah. applied to us so in that so in that you feel um, sometimes people say I don't feel saved this that and the other it's not what you feel. It's what you know by by reading the Word of God, uh, by sound doctrine. That's how. That's your. That's what you don't see, but that's what you know. The truth is. Mm-hmm. And and as you say that you know we um, we're all one. Um, so right before we go into break, the, another comment in our Facebook is that a suggestion or a thought from one of our listeners is that if we could uh, take prayer requests um, and if it, we have time at the end, we pray for some of those that give prayer requests and that we, that we, we can lift them up together uh, to Christ. So we'll uh, return to that discussion uh, here in a moment. We'll be right back from break. I want to walk in the way of my- Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. 
You can make donations on our website at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel you are listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul all right and again welcome back my name's uh, michelle mix your host i'm michael mix your host and i'm your host pam lampton all right so we're going into romans um and part of its uh topics about um the believer is not made holy by the law okay um Doing Romans, uh, reading Romans 7, 1 through um, 5, and then you guys go back to the Ephesians and Corinthians, or Corinthians. Romans um, 7, 1 through 5. I know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth. For the woman which hath a husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as she liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then if, while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband is dead, be dead, she is free from the law, so that she is no longer an adulteress, though she be married to another man. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. For For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sin which were by the law did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. 
And uh, let me read 6 too here. Uh, verse 6. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. And, and what he's talking about here is using the marriage as an example. Uh, when we, before we become believers, we're children of Satan. Okay, we're his children. And we're judged by the law. The law says, if you sin, you die, and you'll suffer the wrath of God. And, and the point in that is death. So the only way that we can be dead from that is when we believe the gospel, we're crucified with Christ, we're buried with Christ, and we're res resurrected again in new life. So we've become dead to the law, and now we are married to Christ. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. And which brings us to Ephesians 5.3.1, and then I'll read 2 Corinthians 11.1-3. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. And in Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Yes, Second Corinthians. Would to God ye could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste version to Christ. But I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtly, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. So he's talking about virgin to Christ. When, we're, when, we receive, when we believe the gospel, we become a brand new creation. We're brand new humanity. So we have no, at that point, we have no past. So we're a virgin, okay? Mm -hmm. We're without sin. We show you yawning. Did you see that, Pam? Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rewind. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The believer is not made holy by the law. Okay. Let's see. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin. But by the law, and of course, this is Paul talking, the Apostle Paul. For I had not known sin, not known lust, except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. Okay. okay. Um, Exodus twenty seventeen, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And then uh, another question uh, from Facebook, um, live from our listeners. Mm -hmm. uh, the question is that jealousy, so that jealousy is more like a territorial husband and wife kind of jealousy, not like jealousy of us, but more for us. Is that what it's now, meaning? When God's talking about he's a jealous God, he has a right to be jealous. Mankind has no right to be jealous. God has a right to be jealous because he's the one and only true God. He is the only God. 
He doesn't have an opposite, and he doesn't have a like. He's one and one and only, and he's the only one that has a right to be jealous. And what he's saying, he's not jealous of us. He's jealous of us worshiping other gods that are dead. So in like human human thinking, when we think of the word jealousy, um, we connect it to sin or anger or being upset. So this jealousy is not talking about that. It, it, it is talking about something that's stirred up in God that he has a righteous jealousy. It's, it's righteous anger toward something that takes his precious creation away from him. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's his glory. See, it's, it's taking his glory and stealing that from him by placing it on something else that's, that's not alive, something that's created. Yeah. So. Okay, does that answer it, Michelle? Yes. Okay. We're on verse 8, I think, Dad. Okay. But sin taketh occasion by the commandments, wrought in me all manner of concupiscence, for without the law sin was dead. See what does the uh, what does concupiscence? Yeah, that. Or did mean or did you make that word up, or is that real? <laughs> I can't even get the thing out of my mouth. <laughs> concupiscence in the Bible always refers to passionate desires for something that God has forbidden. In First uh, uh, Thessalonians four, concupiscence is contrasted with the believer's duty to learn to control your own body in the way that is holy and honorable. Okay. That's a, that's a hard word to say. Did yeah, you try it, looks, it, Michelle? It looks like it says concup science. Or, yeah. What yeah. do you think, Pam? <laughs> Concupiscence. I will spell it. So if someone in Facebook Just say wants it's a to passionate type it, desire to the yeah. wrong motive. Yeah. Uh, it's spelled C-O-N-C-U-P-I-S-C-E-N-C-E. That's how you spell it. In case anybody wants Let's to look just that say up. that it's an old English word that we don't use anymore. Yeah. But it does mean the passionate desire yeah. or uh, it's actually could be... Um, a high temptation that takes you away from God. Yeah, that's uh, we we study the King James, the the uh, King James, and there are words in there we don't understand. Sometimes it's always good to look them up and find out what they mean. That's part of our learning. Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't go to another translation or whatever. We read God's word. Uh, we take it literally what it says, and if we don't understand a word. It's a part of studying. We don't understand a word. We go find out what that word means. Okay. And we'll go to um, 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 through 5. Okay. Furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that ye have received of us how you ought to walk and to please God, so ye would abound more and more. And the word beseech means beg. Mm-hmm, right. For ye know that commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. And what he's talking yeah. about, 
abound more and more, abound more in knowledge and wisdom and understanding. He's not talking about cars and trucks and houses right. and stuff like that. It's a spiritual abound. Right. And then three through four, five, the same passage. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should obtain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of concupiscence, even as Gentiles which know not God. And actually, when you use the word lust, it is, it's talking about the lust of desires, your fleshy desires. Yeah. That's what that's meaning. And a vessel of in sanctification. Sanctification means set apart right. for a purpose. Yes, for God's purpose. And um, so I think um, next week we will um, we'll come back to here, mm-hmm. um, pick up where we're at here. Uh, Romans so we'll, um, 7, 9. Yeah, we'll start at 9. And um, our Facebook uh, listeners uh, would like us to end today in prayer. Um, you know, so Dad, if you would like to end and close in okay. prayer, we do have a prayer request, and it is really for all of us here um, in the United States, uh, since we do have. Uh, remember, we do have um, uh, listeners uh, from all over, but um, of, of having um, revival for our country. So that's what they would like us to close in prayer about today, having okay. revival back into our country. Right. Um, so we'll uh, close in that, and then we'll, if we have more time, we'll see if there's any other comments. Okay. Heavenly Father, we praise your holy name, Lord. Uh, we come to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we ask that you uh, bless your word to the hearers, give them understanding and wisdom, and uh, teach us your ways, teach us how to rightly divide the word of truth so that we are able to walk with you and uh, teach us that um, what goes on in this country and what goes on in other countries is is for us to endure, but to continue to love and to continue to have joy and uh, always remember that we need to look at you for our salvation and it's only through you. And we know the Holy Spirit will help us through these trying times. Again, we come to you, and in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And, um, and again, um, and we thank you for that prayer request. And yes, definitely, um, you can email us at mix at 14streetministries.com. Uh, you can um, post on our Facebook, which is, you know, facebook.com backward slash um, 14th Street Online Bible Study. You can send us those prayer requests, and we'll be glad to, um, you know, pray pray together. You know, as we are unity unified, uh, we will pray together um, on those. One and body. One body. Yeah. And so we look forward, really look forward to next week, and hope everybody comes in with questions or sends them to us ahead of time. And so thank you for joining us, and have a good good rest of your week. And goodbye. Good evening.
You have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com. And please join Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, and Pamela Lampton again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. Hey.